Colton, thanks for hopping on. This is awesome to get a chance to to sort of meet you and talk to you and uh, and get to know you a little bit, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I bet I always watch your YouTube videos and your takes on what's going on in CrossFit. So it's pretty neat to get to get to meet you now and be on one of those videos. Pretty cool. Thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, do you hate my videos or do you love my videos? Just <laughs> right on the spot. <laughs> no, I actually like them. Um, <clears throat> Uh, you're, yeah, you're probably one of my favorites for uh, like the CrossFit YouTube space. There's um, other ones that I'm not a big fan of, but yours I always watch and I usually like to get your take on things. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate hearing that. that. That does mean a lot to me. Thank you. Um, but as much as I do like to talk about myself and my own opinions, we should definitely talk about you because you've got a you've got a, a hell of a competition ahead of you this weekend, man. I mean, you're competing at Granite Games for, for just a handful of spots for the CrossFit Games against some really big, heavy hitters. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm feeling very good right now. Um, my fitness has never felt better from strength to endurance, cardio. This is, uh, I'm really excited to get out there this weekend. And it's been a long time since I competed in person. Uh, I've been doing well in some of the online stuff, and I'm just really excited to get out there and, see how I stack up and see how my training has progressed. And I've been working a lot on certain movements and weaknesses. And I think they've really come along well. So I'm very excited to see how it goes. Tell, tell me a little bit about, about how much work you've been putting in because you know, this, this open was like your best for best finish by a huge margin. I mean, you crushed this year's open. And I think previously you had been like, You've been kind of flirting with those like really elite scores on the workouts, but something, something turned the corner there, man. So, so what was the difference? Yeah. So really I just got desperate. Uh, I got tired of getting my ass kicked whenever there is growing or wall balls or anything like that. So um, it just took a lot of ass beatings to really get me into, to get a plan together and really focus on a lot of weaknesses and just train them constantly, just uh, obsessively training them. And they've come a long ways. And I've had some really good performances in the open as far as individual workouts go. But there's always one or two that I really get beat up on. And it really knocks me way down the leaderboard. And this year, I didn't really have that. Um, I think the week one was my worst score. And um, that was mostly because my double owners are just slow. I can do them unbroken. But my cycle time isn't as fast as it needs to be. So that helped me back on that workout a little bit. But other than that, those workouts went really well. And then uh, quarterfinals went pretty well, too. Um, There's some workouts in there that I wasn't excited to see. For example, the heavy snatch workout, the last one. <clears throat> That's a heavy snatch for me. Uh, that snatch is probably my weakest lift. Um, but I still did pretty well on that. And then there's obviously the wall ball real workout. And, um, you know, a year ago, that would have probably ended my season but I was comparing my time to others. And uh, I think I was within one or two seconds of Noah and Chandler. I've been doing a ridiculous amount of wall balls and rowing. So I'm really happy to see that progressing really well. That is one of the best parts about um, doing this thing competitively, because it's really easy to see improvement. Uh, the, other, the flip side of that is that it's really easy to see like weaknesses and where you regress, yeah. but uh, yeah, you mentioned, you know, rolling and rowing and wall balls being like your, your big goats, like your big weaknesses. And, and there's an entire workout that was nothing but just a mass volume of wall ball and rowing. 
and the fact that you're able to improve and sort of put yourself in a position to favorably compare to some of the best in the world, like clearly the work is, is paying off there. I mean, was that, what, what was the impetus? I mean, other than just sort of getting your ass kicked at these, these movements or these workouts shown up, like what was it that kind of turned, turned the corner for you? Um, well, I just, um, I kind of singled out and made maybe a handful of movements and I started going through and there'd be, I'd go through like a period of time. I set out a period of time and I would do that movement. Um, if not every day, almost every day. And um, not to like a max intensity or a ridiculous volume every day because I need to recover, obviously, but just getting better at it all the time. And uh, <clears throat> really, that was the main thing, just pounding the, the volume on that stuff. And uh, so what I kind of did was I'd get through my regular program. I mean, my, uh, you, know, you do your two or three lifts. I do a couple of Metcons. And then after that, I would do uh, my own workouts and it would always be wall balls or rowing or whatever else I was working on and just focusing on those all the time. And <clears throat> so the, you know, there are certain movements for me just being short, they're harder. But, you know, that also goes both ways. Like I don't have to practice handstand pushups a lot. So I just spend more time on wall balls and rowing. And uh, yeah, I, just, I knew that if I was gonna be competitive and get to where I wanna be, I had to get a lot better at those movements and it was just gonna take a lot of time. And I had to kind of be patient and uh, it can be discouraging when like you're doing rolling intervals and looking at my times and just knowing that those are not where they need to be, but just keeping my head down and putting in a lot of work on that and just knowing that it's going to get better and it has gotten a lot better. Nice. Yeah, I saw um, your improvement. I was going through your Instagram earlier and I saw the improvement be between um, your workouts of the 21.1 that the repeat i think that was 21.1 that was the repeat the dumbbell snatch and box jump over workout um you did that workout in 2017 was that like your first your first workout is that what your uh your instagram said can you repeat that last part yeah i was I was saying the the improvement that you put through uh, 2017 to the 2021, those workouts, the open workout, the dumbbell snatch and uh, burpee box jump over uh, workout. You know, you, you had like a pretty, um, you know, I'd say not, not like, you know, competitive, but like a reasonably good score in 2017, like it was 14 and a half minutes or something, but you put up one of the top scores in the world in that dumbbell snatch and burpee box jump workout this year, you know, so clearly the, the effort is there and the work is there getting better. Right. And I'm curious, like, you know, what is the, you know, what is the, the, the secret the sauce? Secret... Do we get a little feedback there? What is the yeah. secret sauce to that type of improvement? Like, you know, where you're getting, getting after like, you know, 15 workouts a day or like, you know, was it something you've done in the, in the past? Like, do you have like this, this background that lends you to this sort of stuff or, or what's going on? Um, well, I'd say uh, I always try and push the volume a lot on my training. Uh, so, well, I work on my family's farm full time. <clears throat> so I don't have like 24 hours a day to focus on CrossFit, but I kind of got into the, a pretty good groove here. Around, I, uh, I got um, <clears throat> so I can get my farming done. And, and then I kind of got into a system where 
I had to do my training <clears throat> kind of in one kind of chunk of time. So I still get like, I guess I do kind of, uh, I do a lot of volume and uh, so I'll hit maybe, I mean, there's days I hit up to six Metcons and it's just, uh, I guess maybe a little bit of that farm mentality of I just hit one and then I'll rest for 10, 15 minutes, hit another, rest for 10, 15 minutes, hit another. And I'll do that pretty much until it's time to get ready for bed, time to start eating dinner and do some recovery work. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I really, I really like CrossFit. I really like training. So it's not, not a big mental drain for me to kind of just spend the whole day training day after day. And that helps me get a lot of volume in. And I think, so I think that's one thing that's really helped set me apart. That and also um, just the grind of farming and training. So when I get close to competitions, I usually pull back from the farm work quite a bit and I get a pretty big energy boost just because my body's used to moving around doing labor all day. And then I kind of get into a, I'm doing several Metcons after that. And then I get into a competition setting where I kind of take the day off from the farm and I'm not doing all these Metcons. And I notice I have huge bumps in performance <clears throat> after long stretches of kind of doing that. And I kind of first noticed that um, so I went to school at University of Northern Iowa, just graduated a year ago. And so I'd, have, I'd come home in the summers and work on the farm and train at home in my garage. And then I'd come back after the summer, back to school, and I noticed huge jumps in uh, my fitness. So I think um, I just found a system that really works for me as far as farming and training and the way that I do things. And uh, I mean, training alone too, I think that's actually an advantage for me. Because uh, I can do, I can just do my own thing. I can go at my own pace, and uh, there's not a lot of distractions. So I think that helps a lot as well. So you're you work full time as a farmer on top of training to be, you know, games uh, an individual level games athlete. What does the day actually look like in that case? So you mentioned you you do like a handful of metcons, you know, up, up to a handful of metcons in a day. But what does an actual day look like? Walk us through it. Um, like this morning, I got up at four. I had to get to the farm at four thirty to uh, load up some pigs, to take to market. Then I kind of started working through chores and just doing whatever needs to be done at the farm. Uh, mowed quite a bit of grass today. I got done around two, and I trained for just a couple hours. Um, really pulling back right now because Grand Games in a couple of days, obviously. Um, <clears throat> typically, we start around between four or seven, just depending on what we've got going on that day at the farm, what the schedule looks like. And then I'll be there anywhere from, I'll get done like around 11 or maybe as late as three, come home, shower, usually drink some carbs. And then as you start with lifting, um, I'll go through maybe two main lifts, something like a snatch or a squat or a deadlift, something like that. Then start going through the net cons. And uh, usually during the week, like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'll hit, I try and get in four Metcons, three or four. And then Friday and Saturdays is when I, <clears throat> I really hammer down and I'll hit a lot of training, especially if I can get away from the farm early, just spend a couple hours there and then spend the rest of the day training. Uh, then, I mean, there's times where I've gotten six or plus Metcons in on Friday or Saturday. And the big thing with that is, I spend been spending a lot more time in recovery these past few months, especially. 
And that's really helped a ton. That's the thing I've seen a big jump in my fitness just these last few months, just from focusing so much on recovery and uh, getting a lot of sleep, eating a lot. Um, I definitely noticed when I'm home at the farm, I have to eat a lot more just to keep up with uh, all the labor and training and whatnot. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a big load on the body on a regular basis. Uh, what what types of recovery methods are we talking about here? Like, what's what have you been changing that's actually making a big difference for you? Well, I've got a I've got a Theragun and a Hypervolt that I've got from I think they're prizes from like qualifiers for uh, events. I usually do thirty to forty minutes on that, kind of get the whole body. And then I'll go into, I try and get in 20 or 30 minutes of stretching. And then I'll put on some Normatex for 45 minutes to an hour. So I usually got to get two hours of uh, recovery work. And then it's eating dinner and then getting to bed as early as I can. Preferably. That sounds, that sounds like, um, you know who David Goggins is? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like a very Goggins-esque way of like looking at things like just putting aside like well it's got to happen so here's two hours of, of stretching and taking care of my body before i before i can do it all all over again yeah I, I get through a lot of books a lot of books and movies in that time and uh i really just it gets to the point where i want to i know what i want out of this sport and um I know where i want to be in the future and i just really kind of put aside what i want what i want now and what i want to do now and I look at it like just ones and zeros. I need to do X, Y, and Z so I can get to my goal. And it doesn't matter how I feel about it. I just have to get it done. I got to do what I need to do. So what is the goal? Where, where are you headed? Where are you trying to get? I want to win the games. How are you feeling about that? I'm getting better all the time. It'll be a, be a good measuring stick this weekend to see how I do against some pretty good guys this weekend. You're a pretty young guy, right? I mean, you're in your early twenties. Yeah. 23. So you, you, I mean, there's, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of room there for sure. There's a lot of time and a lot of room there. Uh, I wonder, you know, what some of the stuff you were saying there, it sounded a lot like what we've heard from a couple other, like, you know, big athletes, specifically, you know, the the Matt Fraser thing is is in there. Just this idea of like, I know what I need to do and I just need to get it done. Uh, What, what is sort of like your inspiration? Do you look inside the sport for inspiration for that type of like discipline for that type of work? Or are you looking outside the sport? Um, <clears throat> well, I just, I really like the idea of being the fittest and I'm extremely competitive. And uh, I wrestled in high school and I, I had to cut a lot of weight some of those years. And um, so to, to like to make the weight, I would be up at 4.30, I'd cook breakfast go to the gym, do some strength and conditioning, go to school, go to wrestling practice, and then do some more cardio, and then just go straight to bed because I didn't want to be awake and hungry. So I just would go to bed. And um, that was something that was really, really hard for me. But uh, after I got through that and completed wrestling, I kind of got into the mindset of if there's something that I want, then um, if it's possible, then I can do it. I can put my mind to it and I can get it done. I really like um, in CrossFit, it takes a lot of discipline to be good. And uh, I think that wrestling really helped me develop a lot of that discipline and probably also working on the farm as well, develop a good work ethic. And I just really enjoyed training. I enjoyed the whole process. I enjoy learning more about recovery, nutrition, and training. And 
I really have a lot of fun with it and I love to compete. I'm very competitive and I have some high goals. I really want to be the fittest. What is the um what is what is the type of uh, what is the type of books and stuff that you're listening to? Because I'm a big I love reading. I mean like I, I either mm-hmm. I'm always like on my Kindle on my phone yeah. or I have a Kindle with me or I'm always listening to like an audiobook. I imagine my wife gets sick and tired of it because <laughs> we'll sit down and I'll just start like reading. I'll just start reading in the middle of the day. Uh, and I love getting just lost inside of books. So I'm, I'm curious, what, what is it that you're reading? What is it that you're listening to? Right now I'm listening to a book or an audio called Range. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a little bit about like how people learn and um, kind of the argument of being specialized in sports or a career or a profession versus um, kind of being well-rounded. So I listen to a lot of books about finance, personal finance, um, investing, economics. That's just something that really interests me. I got my degree in uh, business with an emphasis in finance. So I really, really like to learn about that stuff. Uh, I read a lot of books about farming, actually, like uh, regenerative agriculture, I read a handful of those. Um, I like to read books about kind of philosophy and uh, psychology. Those are very interesting as well. So I kind of go on kicks or I listen to a certain type for a while and then I get through a few of those books and I'll switch to something else. But yeah, I like to listen to a lot of different things, read a lot of different books. Any uh any personal favorites? Like I won't ask for like the best of all time that you've read because that's impossible. It's always like whatever yeah. you just finished or whatever you're currently reading type thing. Uh but maybe like you know like a, a top three that comes to mind in, in no particular order. Um The Millionaire Next Door by uh Thomas Stanley. Very good. Uh, 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson is very good. And uh, The Alchemist, I don't remember who wrote it, but it was very good too. Very short book. But it was very good. It's a good story. That's strong. That's a, that's a strong top three. I mean, that, that, covers, a lot of, uh, that covers a lot of different uh, facets of life. That's, that's, uh, that's a really strong top three. I, I, I'm curious about the hair. Tell me about the mullet. Is this something you've been rocking for a long time? Are you just like, like Justin Maderos, you took my look or like, are you coming in on his, on his turf or what? Now, um, so I pretty much always had like pretty short hair most of my life. And then um, my girlfriend, Allie, started cutting my hair about a year ago now when uh, things kind of started to close down. And she was like, kind of teasing me about starting a mullet. And then eventually we, we kind of did. And then started growing a mullet. And she cut it for a long time, but now it's kind of to the point where it's a little bit too long. So I had to go to a professional hair cutter now and have them trim it up. But yeah, so I guess the last regular haircut I got was right before the Rogue Invitational last year in June. So it's about at one year now, but it hasn't been like a full mullet for maybe more than a few months, I guess. So it's you're, gonna deb- you're gonna debut that thing at the Granite Canes mm-hmm. and just show it off, like just let the wind whip through that thing, or what? Yeah, it's it's kind of been weird getting used to having longer hair. Like uh, it always tickles in my ear. I think it's a bug or something, or like I can feel a smack on my neck when I'm running. But I don't get sunburned on my neck anymore, so that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> at least it serves a practical purpose. That's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, what are you looking forward to at the Granite Games? I mean, we've seen uh, a handful of the events released. I think almost all of them, if not all of them, have been released at this point. Uh, you mentioned that the snatch is not your favorite lift, or it's not it's mm-hmm. not your best lift, your strongest lift, but that's something that's being tested this weekend. Yeah. I mean, what what is it outside of that that you've you've got on your 
uh, on like your to-do list. They're just like, can't wait to check that one off. Yeah, the snatch. Yeah, I'm uh, obviously not looking forward to that, but uh, I kind of know how I'm going to stack up and, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to be a top three finish or anything. Uh, my snatch numbers have been getting a lot better lately. It is, I PR'd a couple months ago. I think I can build on that. But um, yeah, aside from that, there's the uh, dumbbell thruster and running workout. I'm excited for that one. You know, blast through those thrusters. And then you've got a, got the interval that con is, uh, it's got ring muscle ups, things, clock wounds and burpees. And we've got a, the sled push and pull. That's going to be a pretty fun one, I think. Yeah, I always I always enjoyed Granite Games. I mean, I've been out I was out there um, for a few years in a row uh, on like the media side of things, and they always did a really good job. I'm excited to see them be a part of the you know semifinal, the qualifications process, and it's cool to actually have like in person competition again because mm-hmm. you know it's been a long time since since that's been a thing, especially inside of our sport. Um, your your team, your your the 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 sort of like crew that you roll with CrossFit Kilo. Uh, how did you, how did you end up competing on their, their team at the 2018 games? Like, have you just always been a Kilo athlete? Did you walk into the gym first things and decide that this is going to be the place for me and, and stick around or what? Yeah. Um, sometime in high school, I saw the games on TV. I don't even remember what they were doing. It's something on a beach, but uh, since I saw that, uh, I decided I want to get into CrossFit once I got to college. So I had a shoulder surgery after my senior year. And uh, so I was feeling up from that my freshman year of college. So my second semester, I just Googled like CrossFit gyms in Sierra Falls, Iowa, and Kilo came up. So I went in there and um, I had no idea that they had like a pretty prominent presence at regionals and send a lot of teams to the games and such. But uh, pretty much right away, I started down the competitor program and slowly started ramping up the volume. And that was January 2017 when I first started. And then um, the next year they switched to four-person teams and we basically based off your performance in the open. And I had uh, the best open rank in the gym, so I got to be on the team. And uh, yeah, CrossFit Kilo, that's uh, the first time I did CrossFit was when I walked in there and because they've always had homegrown teams. Uh, they never recruited, and, and I wasn't recruited there. And, uh, and that's where I did my first ring muscle up and wall ball and all that stuff, and that's where it all started. Yeah, I always like to hear about, um, you know, kind of athletes walking into the right gym at the right time in the right place. And uh, Kilo's had a fantastic program. I mean, they've, they've been putting out high-level competitors, and, and the whole idea of, like, a homegrown team that's a dying breed i mean now that the affiliate cup is an affiliate cup again that's probably going to be coming back but the idea of like homegrown teams even for the past few years just was not a thing um so that's that's really impressive that's really really impressive what what weight did you wrestle at in high school you're talking about you had to cut a ton like you walk around what right now probably 190 195 ish Um, 185 185 right now yeah okay 185 upper 180s um my freshman year i wrestled 106 pounds and my senior year i wrestled 145 but um so for wrestling you had to do a body fat test before you cut weight and i'd always they give you like a a bottom number that you can go to like this is the lowest weight that you're allowed to wrestle and 
I had always wrestled the lowest weight I was allowed to wrestle every year. So I had cut a lot of weight. And uh, the first few years, I wasn't very good at it. Like, I didn't know much about nutrition, um, which made it a lot harder and <laughs> developed a lot more discipline. But um, learned about lot, learned a lot about nutrition from that and got a lot better at that as the years went on. I, I, the more, uh, the more wrestlers I meet, the more I want, especially in the CrossFit space, the more I want to put up like a CrossFit wrestling tournament. I just, <laughs> I just like, at this point, I just want to see what happens when you put a whole bunch of like former, like wrestlers in a room who've been, who spent the past several years doing nothing but getting in better shape yeah. to, 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 to actually, you know, throw around, like maybe, maybe put a singlet on and, and see what happens. Uh, I, like, how do you wild. think you would stack up if you had to go head to head against some of those other wrestlers in the space? Like, how do you think you'd stack up? I would dominate all of them, no question. I'm, yes. I'm taking all challenges. That's the most wrestler response I've ever heard. Of course. Why would I even <laughs> ask? Of course, the answer is you dominate all of them. Of course. What else would it be? That's awesome. Uh, Colton, thanks so much, man. It's good talking to you. It's nice to meet you. Uh, I am. I am shocked that you work a full-time job as a farmer that, that blows my mind that you're working on a farm all day. Um, but that is very impressive. And I'm, I'm very curious to see how things are going. You know, Ryan, who the people who are watching this can't see him, you can't hear him, but he's there. Uh, Ryan, I believe has you as like his big dark horse to like do some damage this weekend. And mm -hmm. I'm very curious to see. I'm very curious to see how that pans out. I'm, I'm always excited about new blood entering the sport, um, getting in there and competing. You know, the next generation is always going to be the more exciting generation because they're just going to be able to do things that we can't even comprehend right now. So, I'm, I'm interested to see what, what you do and and how that goes for you. So, good luck this weekend at the Granite Games, man. Yeah, thank you. I'll make Ryan proud. <laughs>